Hey, what's up, everybody? It is the KT Temple Real Estate Podcast. I'm KT Temple. And with me today, I have Keith O'Hare. Keith O'Hare is a real estate agent out of Keller Williams Apex, right out of Raleigh. Thank you so much for being on, Keith. Thanks for having me, KT. Hey, man. So, Keith, do us a favor before we get started. Tell us who you are and a little bit about you. Yeah, so my, my name is Keith O'Hare. I am an agent in Keller Williams Legacy in Apex, North Carolina. I live in Apex and, and grew up in the Triangle area. Uh, Business-wise, um, I am a full-time agent with one full-time admin, which I hired last year. So starting that that journey of uh, you know being beyond just me. And then production-wise, um, for this year, um, we are recording this kind of, I guess, right around end of July. And I'm just shy of 18 million and 32 transactions. And for last year, I did uh, 40 transactions and 19.4 million in volume. That's incredible for your first, first few years. So I definitely want to get into that. Before we start that, I would love to find out how you got to real estate. How, how did this career start for you? Yeah, so um, I have a unique background for the triangle purposes for people who know this area. So I did my undergrad at UNC Chapel Hill. I got a master's degree in higher ed administration from NC State, and then I worked at Duke for seven years. So I call myself a tar wolf devil, even though my uh, allegiances go with with the Carolina blue here. Uh, You got to go with your undergrad. But, you know, I had um, this kind of higher ed background and I worked in higher ed for about seven, seven and a half years in a few different roles at, at Duke's business school and did some international program administration, which was a cool experience. Got to, to travel the world in that job and then got to do um, some fundraising before I switched over to real estate for about two and a half years. So my goal um, was to, to find new major gift prospects. So it was a lot of, you know, cold calling or cold emailing, you know, setting up coffee meetings. So I figured... Um, if I can get people to give money away for free, uh, certainly I can get them to buy a house and get something or to sell their house and make some money. So uh, there was kind of a natural um, level of skill set um, from that fundraising background that I think really prepared me. But the reason I chose real estate was, you know, I knew this area really well, having grown up here and had always just had a, an interest in real estate, but never really explored it that seriously. And, um, you know, as I was meeting all these interesting people in fundraising, I, I'd come home and talk to my wife and say, well, what if I did this? Or what if I did this? So I went from being a, a screenwriter to a dentist, to a, a hedge fund manager, to you name it. So I, I kind of, in my head, had met all these really interesting people people doing all these interesting things, but I'd always kind of kept coming back to real estate. That was interesting. So before I switched, um, you know, I did a lot of homework. I did a lot of readings. I, I listened to podcasts. Um, and then, you know, informational interviews. And then I think it was right around when we had our second child, I said, you know what, let's leave a nice steady job with a a stable paycheck and get benefits for a job where you just get commission and there's no guaranteed income. So it was, you know, it was a big leap of faith, but I think because I had spent um, about a year preparing for that transition that I was able to hit the ground running and have a good start versus, um, you know, just jumping into it. So I I do have some thoughts at, at some point, if you want to jump into like, getting prepared to enter a real estate career too. Yeah, yeah. So the, the joke, I, I know you know a little bit about my family, most of my immediate families in the real estate business. And the joke is, you know, once you give up on your dreams in the Temple family, you get into real estate. Um, yeah. So what was, <laughs> what was the what was the big thing? So what, what really, uh, so there's all these different options for you. 
what made it, what, what was the, the underlying definitive reason that you were like, real estate's the thing that I'm going to do? You know, I realized it, real estate, while it's a, a platform and I had an interest, it was really the opportunity to, to, to own your own business and, and really set your own destiny and, and career trajectory. I think one of the things that frustrated me in my old role is that, you know, I was, or old roles, I was, you know, successful and worked really hard, but, you know, you got paid the same as everybody else and it didn't really matter that much or maybe you got a very small pay bump if you if you did well but most people got that anyway so i didn't there wasn't the same level of chance to really grow your business and, and kind of make it your own as well as get compensated for that so i think the um while real estate is certainly something of interest to me it's more almost like the business of it and the all the different hats that you get to wear so i, I like that there's variety each day and then i get to, to really build something from the ground up so you actually enjoy the mystery of of the real estate agent's day. Yeah. You never some, really some, know. Some, some days I do, sometimes I don't. <laughs> awesome. So tell me about this first year. What what went on? What challenges do you have? What did you have? So you've only been in it three years. So that first year, what went on? Yeah, so I started in, I guess it was August of 2018. So I kind of, you know, had, you know, earlier in the year, did my, you know, real estate licensure exam and, and passed that and, uh, you know, did, did a lot of prep work. Uh, and then when I started, I, I did a, um, well, backup, I would say, first thing I would always advise people is to save up um, some money and to have some reserve set aside. Because if you're starting a real estate career, even if you have a client on day one, um, you know, you might not get them under contract on day one. And even if you do, best case, you're not getting paid for, you know, 30 to 45 days, depending on that. But in most cases, it takes a little while to get clients to build that up. So you could be looking, you know, several months without getting a paycheck. And I think that's where a lot of, there's such a high attrition rate in real estate is because people really are not prepared and they they watch these TV shows and they think they're going to have instant success. But you really have to, to be in it for the long haul. I think you need to have some good reserves set aside. So, you know, financially- I think that's, yeah. I think that's a really good point. When I'm meeting with new agents, I always tell them, I, I try to give them another example of a different industry. So I say, you know, if you were going to open up a bar you know, you're going to open up this brick and mortar shop. You wouldn't do it with nothing in the bank. You would have some kind of reserves. And that's the same for any business. You are opening up your own business, even though it's really easy to get your license, really easy to get started. You need to have a little bit of money in the bank to get going. So I think that's a really good point. So continue. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Yeah. So I think having that cushion and then I think also having a game plan. So like I had a big kind of launch campaign when I started where, you know, I think, um, you know, I'd, I'd done a series of weekly mailers where I did, you know, uh, a letter kind of to my sphere about, you know, why I'm going into real estate. I did a neighborhood report for each person kind of locally and what they're doing in the neighborhood. I did a, um, a postcard about, you know, what, you know, what are the services that I provide? So, and try and really have those touch points and kind of hit people over the head. So to transition them from, you know, Keith higher ed professional, Keith fundraiser to, okay, now Keith is a real estate agent and kind of changing that mind space of how people see you. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it's really just about doing something, right? Mm -hmm. Doing yeah. some form of activity, getting your name out there and having those conversations. So what challenges did you have that first year? What did you yeah, struggle so with? Yeah, so starting, you know, the first year, so I started in August and then um, closed the year with, with five transactions. So, you know, a solid start, but certainly, um, 
not anything that's going to, you know, sustainable. You know, I felt like I had, a, you know, some good early success and some good early wins and, you know, starting to build that pipeline. And being now in the business a few years, I've realized that, like, you have to play the long game and realize that um, while you might not get that business today, you know, that contact you've made, that relationship you've developed, if you cultivate it and stay in touch with people, it might be six months from now, it might be a year from now. I've had people even um, more recently where it's been like, even before I started real estate, like they were on and off and then they, they finally bought a home. So it can take a long time. So I think if you build those relationships, it can really pay off for the long haul, but it's tough in the beginning. And I think um, we'll delve into this more, but my strategy is really, you know, working by referral and working by relationships. So it's not instant gratification. Sometimes it, it's that snowball effect of, you know, it, you get a little bit of success and then it builds off one that one and that turns into another one, but it's not something that's instant. Yeah, I, and I think people get the wrong idea about instant gratification and building those relationships because there's times where, you know, you're just building that relationship, you know, making sure that that referral opportunity is there, but at the same time, you're having these amazing conversations. That referral opportunity really to set that up, you just call someone and see how they're doing. And sometimes that can be an incredibly meaningful conversation that does give you that instant gratification. It may not be the same thing as just picking up a check, but it's still wonderful to have those conversations at the same time. So now we're, you know, you're three, four years into your business. What's changed with your business? How, how has your mindset changed? How has your activities changed? Or is it kind of the same? Yeah. So I think, you know, I've continued to learn more and then I've try to add a lot more structure to around my activities. So before I was kind of, you know, doing a little bit of this, doing a little bit of that. So now I have, you know, I have a, a coach that I work with and I have, you know, um, kind of daily metrics and weekly metrics, you know, quarterly, yearly. So I have these, you know, goals in mind and a lot of it's based on, you know, my activity. It's, you know, um, phone calls, it's pop buys, it's personal notes, it's, it's client events, um, it's different touch points. So I've, you know, I've built a lot more structures and systems. And also since joining Keller Williams, that's been a big, um, you know, epiphany for me is that I think you don't necessarily have to recreate the wheel. It's, you know, using a lot of these models and systems that have come from the, the millionaire real estate agent and, you know, all these different great leaders within our company that have provided all these great blueprints. So I think trying to use those and implement those and create smart plans and, you know, marketing calendars that we can use year after year and just kind of tweak versus trying to re redo or just kind of shoot from the hip. So I think that's been, you know, I've, uh, have an admin now and I've told her repeat, like, you know, this is the year of the systems We're you know, we're, we're building all these systems. So, you know, while it's going to be a lot this year, we'll have them in place for moving forward and it'll make things easier and then we can focus on, you know, growing the business even more. How has somebody being on your payroll changed your mindset about this business? Yeah, I think it definitely adds an added pressure. And for me, it's like, I almost the start of the year, it's like, I need to make enough to make sure I have that salary covered for the full year. And then like, then, it, you know, I was more concerned about making sure she had enough to get paid and I had enough to sustain her, uh, which, you know, I do have plenty for that. Um, but, you know, that was kind of, it changes your mindset and it kind of almost makes you work a little bit harder because you know someone's counting on you and depending on you versus if you know it's just you certainly uh, uh you want to do well and you know i've got a family so i care for my family but i think having somebody on there you know i want to make sure 
they're taking care of, but also justifying their salary too. You know, it's like, if I'm going to pay somebody this much, I need to, you know, increase my business by X amount to make sure this is a worthwhile hire. Yeah. And so I also want to talk about, um, you know, when me and you met about four or five months ago and uh, somebody mentioned like, oh, you probably don't even recognize Keith. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just met him. And they go, oh, you don't know. He's lost a whole bunch of weight. So tell me about that journey. So during all this, you're, you're starting a new career. You're launching this new business. And at the same time, you go, well, I'm going to take better care of myself as well. So tell me about that journey. Yeah, so I, I will say that the health part probably started a couple of years after real estate. And uh, okay. being perfectly candid, I think probably the real estate did not help uh, <laughs> with the health journey in the beginning. Um, and, you know, I, I think I fell into a lot of the, the, the bad habits that a lot of us can fall into in real estate. You know, you're on the road a lot. It's easy to grab um, fast, food, fast food or, you know, a, a donut in the morning, a, a, a big gulp Diet Coke, you know, Chick-fil-A for lunch. We make uh, it hard at the office too. Yeah. The vendors yeah, bring in you know, pizza, always, always good food, uh, you know, and it's easy to, you know, to put off the exercise and just say, oh, you know, I had a busy day in real estate. So, um, you know, I think those habits over the years and, you know, prior to real estate and then also in real estate, you know, just not really putting a focus on my health or, or taking care of myself. So I think I kind of, you know, um, five to 10 pounds a year over several years definitely added up. And I got to a place where just, you know, I wasn't feeling good. I didn't have the same level of energy. I had young kids and just didn't feel like um, I was, you know, living the life I wanted to live or didn't quite feel like, um, you know, I had the same energy or didn't feel, just didn't feel that healthy with the way my lifestyle was. So I decided to make some big changes. And um, I started, I guess, July 5th of 2021. So it's just been a little over a year. So it's just uh, been a year? Yeah, it's just been a year. And I lost, I've lost 75 pounds. That is awesome. Guys, if you get the chance, what, what's your, are you most active on Facebook? Uh, probably, yeah, Facebook and, and Instagram. Yeah, okay. At, at Keitho Realty. Yeah, go follow at Keitho Realty. You'll see what I mean, guys. I, I saw the pictures because like I said, I met him. I've only known Skinny Keith. I never met the other Keith. <laughs> it is a drastic change. So what did you do? Um, what, what were the, the main habits that you added to your lifestyle that really made that change for you? Yeah, so um, the first thing I did is I cut out Diet Coke. So I cut out soda. So I would go every day to the gas station. I get the, the big gulp Diet Coke and for me, you know, while yes, diet soda does not have calories, I was finding I was having a lot of cravings with that, that soda. So, you know, while the Diet Coke didn't have the calories, I would crave, you know, candy or junk food or, you know, things that were not as healthy, fast food. Um, so cutting that out, um, I think that was actually probably the hardest. Like, I've never done drugs, but I imagine if I was a drug addict, it, was, it would be like going through withdrawal. Like, you know, I would have like, I was almost like, you know, had like the shakes, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was tough. Like I was, I think I was seriously addicted um, to, you know, the caffeine and to the soda. So, you know, I quit cold Turkey. I tried to quit in the past and, you know, Oh, two days a week or three days a week or half portions. And that didn't work. So I just, I had to quit cold Turkey. Uh, and that, that made a big difference. Um, I, I pretty much cut out fast food. So I really don't have fast food anymore. So those were kind of the two bigger changes I made right away. And then I really started just, you know, kind of like with real estate started um, tracking things. So I started kind of, you know, tracking calories and intake, um, you know, how much food I was consuming and realized, oh, wow, I'm, I'm eating a lot more and the portions I'm eating are more um, 
a lot larger than I thought I was. So I think that awareness um, made a big difference. So that's what I did kind of on the, the food and um, health side. And then from exercise, I started, um, you know, worked my way up and then I started to get 10,000 steps a day and started to continue with that. And that became really kind of my, my one thing and kind of my, my daily mantra is like, you know, no matter what, I got 10,000 steps. So I'm currently on, I think about a five month plus streak where I've gone every day, I've gone at least 10,000 steps. So, um, are you just like in a, your bedroom walking back and forth to get, the yeah, no, I've, I've, I've had days where I've cut it close and I will say I, on February 1st, I missed it by 300 steps. Um, because we were coming back from Disney and I did not do steps earlier in the day. We hit a bunch of traffic. I even went for a run at 1140 at night, trying to get it. And I came 300 steps short. So, but while, and I was about two and a half months in at that point. So I had to start over. Um, but I think for me, that was almost a, a valuable lesson while I could have certainly just thrown in the towel and said, screw it. You know, um, why am I doing this? You know, that there goes two and a half months down the drain, you know, I went back to it and I started over from day one and it made, it's made me more focused and more intentional. And now I'm, I think I'm more, while I was good about it, I'm really more like planned out now. And, it, and I, I've applied a lot of the parallels, I think between, you know, my health and fitness journey into real estate. I think I've just been more intentional and more focused about everything because um, trying to fit it in. I went through something similar. I, I used to smoke a lot of cigarettes, like from, from high school into, you know, my early twenties. And I had to, I had to really change my whole day to make sure I had to cut those habits out. Kind of like your diet Coke, you would wake up and have a cigarette. So I had to really change my whole, my whole daily routine to get past that. Like I started working out at nighttime because I knew if I could just wait until to have a cigarette till after I worked out, I would barely want one because it'd be so late in the day at that point. So did you find yourself changing your whole day like that, like to, to get around some of those cravings? Yeah, no, I think, yeah, I've realized, you know, it's just like, you know, had to like not, you know, go certain ways or, you know, avoid, you know, fast foods or not, and not think about it. And, you know, I think adding in the steps kind of throughout the day. So, you know, I even combine things like, you know, oh, I'm making a phone call for prospecting or for, you know, for work or client follow-up. Let me like walk around the building. So like, you know, I do a lot of laps around our shopping plaza. Um, I saw a robbery between a, of a TJ Maxx doing that. So don't always advise walking behind shopping plazas, but uh, hey, you never know what you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you get on this, this health kick. Does it, change your real estate business? Does your business go up during this time? You know, did, did this affect what you were doing in your professional life? Yeah. So it's funny because you would think it's like, oh, you're spending all this time, you know, now going to the gym and exercising and, you know, trying to eat healthier, like that it would, you know, take away from business. But I found that like my business has grown while I've been doing this. And I think it's really because I've just been more focused and intentional and everything I've done. And I feel like I have more energy now um, to, to really focus and do my business. So I think that's a big, you know, for anyone trying to make any change, whether it's smoking or your, your weight or whatever change you want to make, and you don't have the time, I think it's really about, you know, setting priorities and what's important to you. And I feel like if you find what's important to you and focus on that, you'll find other areas of your life kind of expand and grow with it versus contract. I think people think, oh, if I, you know, if I make time to take care of myself, therefore, um, you know, ignoring my family or I'm ignoring my business, but it's like, I found, you know, by really taking care of myself, I've been 
know, more active involved with my kids now, more active involved with my real estate um, because I'm more focused and intentional about everything. That's awesome. So you've, you've done this for three or four years now. What does the next three or four years look like for you? Yeah, so right now I've got um, one full-time admin that started last November. So coming up, you know, almost a little shy of a year. So I think following, again, like we talked about the models, I think the next would be, you know, either a second admin or uh, a virtual assistant, I think, to help supplement or using some more of, we have some great, you know, in-house resources through our firm at, at Keller Williams Legacy. So maybe relying on some of those. So I think, you know, building that admin team, um, would be the next step and then adding in some more maybe showing assistance first. So I'm very into being profitable, um, almost to a fault. Like I think, you know, the MREA models say, you know, like 40% profitability. I think I'm closer to like 79%. So it's like, that's awesome. um, uh, you know, but I've also realized there's a trade-off. So there's a trade-off with your time and, you know, to grow. So I, you know, for me, I'm at a point in my business where it's like, yes, I want to be profitable and grow. But I, you know, I don't want to be profitable just for a percentage sake. So if I can, you know, maybe my profit percentage goes down, but if I get a lot more time or I'm able to grow the business to offset that to where I'm making more income, even though that ratio goes down, that's worthwhile. So I've been really focused more on, you know, being, you know, efficient and effective to start because I've noticed a lot, you know, especially early on, people are very quick to, I think, get a little too bloated in this business. They, they, they hire, you know. Um, multiple admins, they hire, you know, three or four buyer agents. And like, I see people with, you know, similar levels of production to me with these, you know, what I would consider large teams where, where I would think I would probably be doubling or tripling my business before I got to that point. So everyone has their own models and, you know, that might work for them. But that's, I think the one of the things in this business is, yes, we all, all our awards are based on your GCI and your, your gross commission income. And it's like, you can make a whole lot of money, but if you're not keeping it. What's, you know, what's the point of all that? It's like, hey, what's the, you know, what's the nice. point for growing for the sake of growing, growing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's nice that you got the nice trophy and the nice award, but if you're not, if you're not profitable and you're not keeping that money, then it's like, what, like, that's not helping your family. That's not helping your, you know, your career. It's just, you're kind of almost, you know, going on a hamster wheel versus I want to be more focused and intentional about when I'm growing, growing smart. So some people would say I might have been a little slow to hire my first admin, or I probably really should have a buyer agent right now. But I see there's, I think there's other ways to be more efficient and effective before I kind of, you know, grow too fast. So um, sure, could I have grown faster probably, but I think for me, it's kind of, you know, um, playing the long haul. So, you know, like, you know, slow and steady. And that's kind of, you know, with the way I built my business too, it's, you know, it's based on relationships, it's based on referrals. So I think for me, you know, growing fast just for the sake of growing is not the right way. It's, you know, kind of that natural, slow and steady progression. Awesome. So same question, but towards your health goals, do you have, you have different health goals for the next three or four years, or are we just slow and steady wins the race? Yeah. So I think for me, it's like, you know, um, in the past, you know, like, while I, I had put on, you know, quite a bit of weight the past several years, you know, I've, kind of yo-yoed in the past and I've, you know, I've lost you know, 10 pounds. I've lost 20 pounds in the past and, you know, um, and put it back on. So for me, you know, this next year, um, I'm really trying to be, you know, focused on, you know, continuing to maintain and, and, and keep, you know, keep healthy and keep that active lifestyle and continuing my steps goal. So, so I'm going to try really hard. I'm not going to try. I'm going to 
try. I've been, I was listening to that uh, self, self-talk or what, what you say to yourself. It's like, I'm not going to try it. I'm going to do it. Do it. I'm going to yep. get 10,000. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm doing it, uh, actively doing it, getting 10,000 steps uh, a day for a whole year. So I'm about five and a half months in. So February 1st, 2023 will mean I've gotten 10,000 steps every day per year. So I think if I can do That's that, awesome. um, that'll help, you know, continue. It's like, you know, continue to eat well. And if I'm getting those steps at least every day, then, um, you know, that, that certainly will help with, you know, maintaining and, and living a healthier lifestyle. Right. Is there, is there anything else you want to leave to the listeners? Yeah. Feel free to um, reach out if you have questions about real estate or just, you know, um, getting healthier, overcoming any kind of um, bigger obstacles in your life. You know, while certainly mine was, you know, with my weight and my health, I think we all have our own personal challenges. I know KT, you mentioned smoking. So I think I've learned a lot this last year about like, you know, really, you know, setting goals and, and positive self-talk and, and motivation. So, yeah, I mean, everybody's going through something, you know, everyone's trying to better themselves in some way or fashion. They're not just working on real estate. They might be working on themselves, their families. And it's always important for us when we're working with so many different agents to always remember all these other things that people have going on. So I really appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much for doing this, guys. Go follow Keith. Go see the before and after pictures. You'll have your minds blown of what he's done for himself, for his business, for his family. Keith, really appreciate it, man. And we'll see you later. Yeah, thanks so much. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Also, by the way, everybody, we are starting up our own Facebook page. So you can go to KT Temple Real Estate Podcast and follow the new real estate page. If there's any topics you would like us to talk about, any guests we would, uh, you would like to have on, let me know. We'll set it up. I appreciate y'all listening. And please leave a, a five-star in a review. Mean the world to me. Have a great day, everyone.